podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a very special version of Wrestling with the Champ, without the Champ and without any wrestling. So then what's in it? Well, the guy that plays the Champ, the guy that created the Champ and stuff... And belching. I think I've I've had so much lemonade today, I think I'm just going to belch. Do, do, you, you do realise that this is something that you quite often will write into the script at various points. For those that have tuned in for some kind of insight into the world of wrestling with a champ, the Ginger Ninja is like a cross between, in my mind, is a, a bit Dave Lister, a bit Captain Flashheart from Blackadder. And um, kind of a bit Peter Crouch, which is where which is where the journey started. But it's like a complete lack of self awareness. But also know, knows that he would be a better person if he were to be self aware. But actually, is really happy in his own dirty skin because it's a controlled environment for him. So the the, the reason why well, I don't know if that's the reason why you said it, but you keep writing in the script, especially when we're doing live shows. And then you should do a belch here, and I can't belch on demand. So because when we do when we do the sessions and record, I'm not sure quite why. Maybe I'm breathing differently when I'm champ, but it all comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the breath the breathing thing, and you are giving you are giving pockets of performance right when you record the show. So we end up with a 20 25 minute average episode, and it's a, it's an hour, right? Um, Ant will will have a line and it it will say, oh, I don't fucking know. And I'll be like, take one's perfect. But five minutes later, I've got, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. And I go, I, I'm not going to listen to three quarters of these because I like the one that I've heard and it's the first one. Um, I know, I think you've got uh, John Lennon syndrome, right? <laughs> Which is a real syndrome. <laughs> Uh, along with my son's uncontrollable hair syndrome, which is uh, true, he just looks like a a chick, a chicklet or a chicklet, whatever it is. Uh, John Lennon syndrome being twist and shout, um, one of the world's greatest rock and roll vocal performances, and we all know his voice was absolutely fucked because he was uh, screaming all the way through it. But it's the last take that they use in in the world famous version of the Beatles' Twist and Shout. But please don't put yourself through that. Just uh, give me three takes, and we'll just we'll live in an unperfect world. I'm really happy to live in an unperfect world. Oh, just leave us the fuck alone, will you? We're trying to find a mate. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, just leave us the fuck alone, will you? We're trying to find a mate. Oh, just leave us the fuck alone, will you? We're trying to find a mate. I want to know about. The accent. I don't think there's a real kind of uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, Benedict Cumberbatch method. Yes. I spent six months in Borneo preparing for this role. I mean, to be honest, I I think when it started, like two, three weeks into lockdown, we... Oh, hang on. Uh, I've just got my champ bingo card. Yeah, it says 10 minutes in, he'll mention lockdown. <laughs> and anyway, you you sent through this you sent through this script for the champ. And he said, "Will you voice this for me?" 
it was a world that I know knew fuck all about. But like, for, for when we think about, so you you had little to no knowledge of the wrestling world. We keep leaning on tropes, you know. As a wrestling fan, I consume, I, I regularly consume a lot of fan, more fan content than actual broadcast content. Right, you're up to date with AEW and. I watched the WWE stuff on Twitter. Just nice to know. Okay, Roman Reigns didn't get beat again. That's cool. Right. Is there anything that's significant that we can kind of nick or repackage from a, a, a new character perspective? Like the idea that Kurt Angle keeps coming back and he's still playing this oddball outsider. Then the fans absolutely lap that up. I really love that. But being able to go back into like the OSW stuff, so I've always talked about their their reviews are hilarious. The Botchamania stuff is always really great. That fan content, I wanted something that felt wrestling fan content related. The really interesting thing about that dynamic of you being so immersed in it and me being so green was as we started to do more and more of this and take it serious and actually then turn it into a live show and take it out and put it in front of people, I was worried that that I was I guess because I'm a fraud in that sense so so the thing was and partly because of that I then Im- started immersing myself into things more we went to Clash at the Castle in Cardiff and also I've been working myself through Dark Side of the Ring which is that amazing Vice series if you've not seen it highly recommend it the other thing that struck me was when we've met people especially when we, we I think probably more so when we did Edinburgh we had so many different wrestlers come and see the show and so many wrestling fans and get involved with us and chat to us of all ages, which is brilliant. And um, Voodoo, in not not as many words, said that we absolutely nailed it in terms of as a character because he'd met so many people like that on the circuit. It's high praise, right? I mean, that's that's the idea that some wrestlers can be cunts. <laughs> I got it. I, Shocker. I, I take offence. Ev- everyone can Everyone has the potential to be a see you next Tuesday. We will fight them in the pubs. <laughs> we will fight them in the bars. <laughs> we will fight them in the toilets. Oh, no! Wrestling with the champ. On the subject of wrestlers the first real bona fide wrestlers we had on the show were tag team duo pretty deadly just after they won the NXT UK belt and that was thanks to one of the other jobs that I do I was given the opportunity through a radio show to interview them I said yes even though I know nothing about them and so we kind of did the interview in two parts one part for the radio station and then they very kindly let us do a little bit for the podcast and the problem there was it was quite early in the in my education shall we say so I knew nothing and you gave me a lot of questions to ask them and I delivered that for the second part for the podcast and I wasn't really sure how it went and I was a little bit nervous sending the audio over to you and then I just remember you being so excited because at the end of it because at one point they actually name check the PWF moves what are some of your favourite wrestling moves ever I mean spilt milk our, yeah. our, our finisher move has to be the, we know up there with the best 
Yeah. We're big Swanton, Swanton Bomb fans, you know, Twist of Fate fans. What do you like, boy? Oh, I tell you what, I like a little super kick to a pedigree. Nice. I like a, I like a 3D. We love a 3D. And what about yourself down at the Pub Wrestling Federation? You know, what moves are we liking down there? My signature move is uh, crushing reality, which is like an inverted pile driver, which uh, is not nice for the person I'm doing it to. Uh, but then, no, I was thinking it was just a mirror. Uh, well, well. The, 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 uh, thanks very much for joining us. Bye. I mean, see you later. That was a lovely moment because you were they they played along, which was fun. What do you think is? And it'd be interesting to maybe see if artificial intelligence can write an episode of the podcast one day. What's the future for you? What's the big idea for you? So I think we could be the next Mrs. Brown's boys. <laughs> Worst things could happen. I, what I what I really like about what, what we've got is, and it's worked when we've taken it to the, to the live show, because obviously it's scripted, but then you're in a live environment, things go wrong. Uh, people miss cues. You sometimes forget your line. You spit biscuit in someone's face and make it look like spunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all those all, all those things happen and um but we've been fine we've been fine because we're so immersed in the characters like i i to be honest like for everything that i've done with this and for all that is stretching me and grow me i still can't believe how well you play damien st john it's just uncanny i've just you know i spent a lot of time training for this role it is literally, you are like the Christian Bale of podcasting. Oh, can't I just be the Alfred? Hello, <laughs> hello, Governor. Your bat suit seems to need a bit of a polish. I, I, I think there's definite room for doing more live shows, although just from a point of view of lifestyle and small children, I'm not sure that's an option Like uh, all the time. We could definitely do a tour, which would be a wonderful thing to do for a couple of weeks. We need an agent. We need an agent. We need an agent. I, I, I would love to sort of... What, what's been really nice about this whole journey is we've been very focused on the moment and then just kind of gone, wouldn't it be nice if... And so far, all those wouldn't it be nice things have paid off and, 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 and worked out. And so what I'm going to say now is, wouldn't it be nice if Netflix funded a trip to America... There's so much scope for an animated wrestling comedy, and I think there's room for this too in that. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. The other thing I'd like to do is I'd, I'd like to get involved in some actual wrestling shows as well. And I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, WWE as a warm-up show, but that's on the list. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> like, I'm considering offers, but, you know, at this time I'm not ready to commit. I mean, like, I just, I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get on with Vince uh, that sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, but just, just to kind of like, I, I love the atmosphere. I love the camaraderie. I love the, I've seen some incredible stuff. Um, just before Christmas last year, I saw one of the most amazing leaps from a turnbuckle. It was like something from like off a diving board and I couldn't believe I was watching it, you know, and this is just in the town hall in Chorley. <laughs> Did you hear what you just said? Yeah. Like Chorley doesn't like Chorley doesn't deserve to have stuff like that. Of course it does, but it's just not cool. Yeah, but it's not cool. That's why it's not it's not Vegas. It's Chorley. But it's it's not about it being cool and it's a, it's about how involved and the passion that 
you're seeing people getting there. And I've actually gone to a couple of these events in character, but when nobody's nobody there's listened to the show and known who I am, they've just complimented me on my hair. <laughs> However you draw them in, right, it doesn't yeah. matter. And also, like I say, whether it's somebody like Voodoo or some of the fans that have come and seen the live shows, just having the conversations with them afterwards and their engagement. And then people like... Uh, Do you mean Ian Skinner? Ian Skinner, who slapped the shit out of you. He left a big impression on me. <laughs> You know, you know, you take, you know, ham. Ham has a normal color, and then you take ham. You don't know because you're vegan. You've forgotten this. This is all you've been hypnotized to forget that you ever ate animal. Ham has a normal color, a healthy pink, right? There's a, a, a moment in a ham's life where it is on the turn, and it gets slightly darker. Do you know what I, and it looks like, oh, I maybe won't eat that. Or I would eat it, but I wouldn't give it to the kids. And it kind of has this really horrible, ready, brownie thing. That was Ant's back after Ian Skinner t- t- turned up at one of our Edinburgh shows and was um, we did some audience interaction as a bit and, uh, you know, had to slap Ant on the back. And, yeah, find it on our Instagram because it was, it was like uh, your back was like old turning ham <laughs> and i will get him back for that my 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 that's one ambition for 2023 is to do to ian skinner what johnny knoxville did with that mousetrap thanks for listening it was it was great come and find us on socials but more importantly come and see us at the leicester comedy festival february the 11th gray's lcb depot in leicester links all over our socials tickets are free book them so you don't get sad right but you've got you can turn up but if they're all booked you ain't gonna be able to get in you've used that in your day job haven't you just before we go we've been handed this note by our legal team and we've been advised to say to clarify that nobody should be feeding ham that looks like it's on the turn to anybody especially children and vegans. Be safe. The champ will return at the Leicester Comedy Festival. Book your fucking tickets now. <laughs>